hello, and welcome to I'm on my period piece. I'm Lindsay. I'm Molly. And we are the Sherman Sisters coming to you from the city where this film was filmed. And is takes place. And takes place. Well, yeah, okay, yes. But I will tell you, I saw one blurb that said 1976 in Austin, Texas, which yeah. is accurate. Yeah. But then I saw another that said in a small town of Texas, which like, False. Could be either. I don't know. But I'm going to go with Austin because yeah, that's where Linklater was from. Yeah. Anyways, the movie we it's watched was... from Houston. Oh, he, I thought he was from Austin, moved to Houston oh, maybe. for baseball. Yeah, he was. He played baseball in Huntsville. Yeah, and he was, like, good at it, apparently. Like, that's really actually good. really cute. I think baseball is a cute sport to I agree. At. Yeah. Anyways, the film we watched, The Suspense Must Be Killing oh, You, my is God. Dazed and Confused. Yes. <laughs> um, but before we start talking about it, bitch, let's sync up. Please. As is our custom. Uh-huh. What have you been up to? Thank you, as always, for asking. Um, I went, uh, quote-unquote, camping this weekend. Um, was it a glamp? I wouldn't even say that. Okay. Because it wasn't, like, glam. Right. But, so, um, me and my husband, Craig. Um, <laughs> we have husbands. We have husbands. We um, went camping with our good friends, uh, Anna and Taylor, mm-hmm. who got married last year, um, to this place called Lake Brownwood. It's a state park. Basically in the middle of the state. Oh, how long did it take you to get there? Not even three hours. Oh, that's great, man. Beautiful drive, 183. Yeah. It looked like Looney Tunes, Texas. Man. Amazing. Gorgeous, Gorgeous. easy drive. Um, did you guys carve any holes through the sides of a mountain to get where you needed to go? No, and only because I checked on my phone and the anvil risk was low that oh, day. okay, okay. Um, so we just stuck to the roads. Right. Um, but when we got there, it was like, welcome to Texas. Like, there were, like, baby deer oh, immediately cute. there. So cute. Craig and I threw our stuff down in the cabin. So we had, a, basically, it was an, an air-conditioned cabin. Um, Only way to camp, if you ask me. Yeah, with a very, very small kitchen and okay. a bathroom, like, with okay. a shower. So it was kind of kind of ideal. But the, the cabins, I think, have been there for, like, probably almost 100 years. Because mm. they're... Um, so they're hainted. A little bit hainted. Really cute, like, vaulted ceilings in the bedroom. It looked like, um, well, as Anna and I both said when we were brazy off that D8, it, <laughs> it felt like we were in Montana. Okay. Um, so, the, a lot of the park, like, highlights the work that the CCC did, which I think was the Civilian Conservation Corps. Corps. Yeah. Which was one of FDR's, like, alphabet... Mm-hmm. Um, Agencies? Let's, yeah, but, well, alphabet agencies is, like, the baddies. Oh, <laughs> like, was it? FBI, FBI, CIA. CIA. But, um, it's part of the New Deal. Yeah, thank you, yeah. New Deal. I always forget, like, you know, his little project. <laughs> little little, little thing. thing. But, like, man, they had, like, a cute CCC poster. Aww. And they had, like, made these, um, this, like, really cool lodge there and this, like, really awesome, like, step situation so you'd, like, drive your boat over there and go hang out at the lodge. That's nice. Yeah, it was great. We didn't realize that there was only one bedroom when we booked it, and so it was an extreme Charlie Bucket's grandparent situation. So there were two full beds, or maybe queen, maybe queen. Anna and I could have held hands the entire night if we wanted to. No. It was so funny, though. Like, do the men snore? No. They no. didn't. My, um, my husband, did, like, is he lost a little weight, no longer snores. Really? Yeah, I don't know if they're related, but I think they are. Yeah. There's um, something to do with your neck, the size of your neck that makes yeah. you snore. Yeah. Yeah. Craig be just hella pumping iron these days. Damn. Yeah. Um, and I didn't hear anyone else snore, really. Um, so was it too quiet I was then? tooting. Oh, no. We had a lot of cheese. <laughs> 
Taylor sent me a cheese plate earlier this week because I referred him for uh, a job he got. So I was tooting. Uh, and then I also thought <laughs> took it upon myself at the tiny Big G grocery outside of the park to get um, some Bluebell ice cream bars. Because I thought the only way out is through. <laughs> um, oh, but no. yeah, I mean, it was the, the living space of that cabin was very like... Uh, male living spaces, you oh, know? Yep, yep. Um, like, like, well, I sent a picture of it's it like to, a futon cushion on the floor. Yeah, it was like a couch and a chair that were maybe oriented around the fireplace, but there was no um, coffee table, so it just looked very much, as Nicole said, like a rural Texas waiting room. Um, <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Yeah, I said it was, like, very Lynchian. Like, yeah. it, it was just pretty odd. But, and it was great. Like, the boys went kayaking Anna and I sunbathed that's so nice um we played a lot of board games love that did some delta eight love that um (laughs) bless you excuse me uh Anna taught me backgammon I'd played it as a kid but completely forgotten yeah I think I used to play it too and I have no idea oh it's so fun is it like hard to relearn no okay um and she like she and Taylor played it a lot last year damn that's the only I get two yeah you get one more and the the episode's over (laughs) um so she taught it to me, and then she was telling me that she recently learned that backgammon was, like, huge in the 70s. Like, teens oh, that would sense. play it. That makes sense. Yeah. that's why mom and dad so cute? knew it. Yeah. Well, that's, I, I was saying that. I was like, is that why all of our dads tried to teach us backgammon? Yeah, it must be. Kind of like how fondue had a resurgence in the 70s. What oh, a cute God. time, the 70s. I mean, also disgusting, but... Right, but I think there's something, especially with this movie, it's, like, right. very comforting. Right. Um, other wildlife I saw, uh, I saw a couple wild hogs, okay. including two babies. Oh, Very were they cute? cute? They're yeah. cute, but when you see them in person, you are reminded that they're akin to rats. Right. Ugh. Um, Ugh. I saw, what else? Armadillo uh, and a Roadrunner. Have you ever seen those? No. Oh, my God. They're beautiful. Wait, are they, are they kind of little? They're, I would say they're probably, I think the one I saw was maybe like 10 inches. Okay. Um, they're called Chaparrals. Okay. And they quite literally like, me, 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 like run across Do the road. Do their legs kind of look like um, a blur? Yeah. Kind of like I mean it wasn't it wasn't like going Looney Tunes fast. Right, but it's like right. very beautiful plumage. Um, I will say this too. Were they were they really crafty? Yes, it was extremely crafty. Yeah. <laughs> there was a, there was a spirit of deception around that animal <laughs> and mischief and mischief. Um, the, so we were going to this like oak lodge there that was like built by the CCC. Like wanted to see it. Um, we were touring the grounds, and we like just walked straight in, not realizing that a family had uh, booked it for a family reunion, and they were just getting set up. Let me tell you, Texans are the sweetest people alive. They really are. Like they were like, oh my goodness. Well, yeah. I mean, obviously, like y'all walk around a little bit. We're gonna have be people come in, but you know, let us know if you need anything. And then this like really, really like adorable matriarch of the family, probably like her late eighties, early nineties, walked over and was like, open her arms to greet us, and then. Um, her, I don't know if it was like her granddaughter or her daughter, but this girl goes, these are your grandkids <laughs> pointing to us. And she immediately, like, she knew it was a joke. We yeah. died laughing and then she knew it was a joke and started laughing really hard yeah. too. Like, but she knew like it was at her expense still. And I was like, I love her. I love- <laughs> Good morning to you. I and met another you. person I'm ready to take a bullet for. <laughs> um, it's like that kind of old, I love like a, an old 
funny Texas broad. Yes. Who can kind of laugh at herself. And oh, is like, yeah, you I know I'm an old to. bitch. Yeah, I mean, I feel like there's just a certain amount of toughness one um, cultivates. Cultivates spending this much of your life in unbearable heat. Right. True. Yeah. True. Um, but yeah, a great weekend. Exactly, uh, I think, what I needed. What the doctor ordered. What the doctor ordered. Love that for you. Um, man, so, something just so uniquely goofy about falling asleep in a room that small <laughs> with your friends. It's just, just nothing but a barrel t- of laughs. Two married couples bunked up <laughs> farting <laughs> while we go to sleep. And there wasn't a TV in there or anything, huh? Nuh-uh. God, no, I, listen, you don't understand how high we were okay. <laughs> when we went okay, to sleep. Say, like, there, was no, there was no effort in going I'm to like, sleep. I'm like, what? Yeah, because I, I had a couple of nights as, you know... Well, I guess we'll get into what I was up to. Parker and I went to visit his family in Dallas this weekend. And just something about sleeping in a bedroom that's not your own is like, it's just, I I had the hardest time falling asleep. I actually, I get emotionally, yeah, like unhinged. Yes, I felt very, yes. I was like, we did two nights and I'm like, I couldn't have done a third. Yeah. Like I, it was like a different bed, different bedding configuration. And then, like, different place to put your phone down at the end of the night. Yeah. So it was just kind of like, I can't do this. This no. is too much stress. It's, it is. It is. It's too much. And, and I just was like, I don't know, I forgot to bring Benadryl. And it's like, I can't get to sleep without that. I, I sneezed about 800 times in Dallas. I'm allergic to that city. And I get it. And for good reason. And for very good reason. <laughs> what a mistake. I know. Honestly, as we were driving, I was like, there's just a bunch of unrelated strip malls. What are they called? Um, Not nothing places. Non-places? Non-places. A yeah. whole bunch of non-places in yeah. the Dallas area. My word. It's honestly most most Texas metropolitans, if we're being honest, are not really built for beauty. Yeah. Well, that's what I was trying to tell Parker. I'm like, there's actually stretches of like suburban Dallas that are aesthetically pleasing, but I'm like, it makes me like the like homeliness of big chunks of Houston. Oh, because Houston leans into the curve. Right. It's like, we know we're ugly. We know what we are. <laughs> but it's fun. I bet you won't meet nicer people in this you, state. You really won't. Houstonians really are the best. They're sweethearts. They're they sweet really babies. Are. Yeah. Warm, friendly people. You know, I, oh, I should have mentioned, mentioned this. Um, I just found out I get Fridays in August off. Oh, um, word. Which is pretty pretty sick that's nice um but i think that i'm gonna do a little solo day trip like each of those fridays probably that's so nice i think i'm gonna do fort worth i know it's a bit of a drive it is a bit of a drive i might just stay there really early yeah yeah just also spend the night maybe meal hey sarah if you're listening i might have a phone conversation with you soon Yeah. yeah um oh she live in fort worth now yeah. It's supposed to be so cute. That's where, uh, you know, Ng's parents are. Yeah. No, yeah. I've, I've heard nothing but good things. Honestly, even if I just go, like, have coffee and go to the Kimball, like, uh, and turn around, yes. it'll be fine. Exactly. I just, I've been meaning to go to the Kimball for so yeah, long. Yeah, exactly. Um, but, yeah. No, I've heard it's great. Well, I don't I'll care for Dallas, know. but, you know, Fort Worth might be, you know, just That's fine. what I hear. Yeah. Maybe I'll go get a tattoo and then turn around. Hey. Wouldn't that be kind of funny? That would be fun. What kind of tattoo? I don't know. <laughs> oh, I finally booked my appointment for my first one. Oh, my one. God. That's so exciting. Uh, I'm so excited. Uh, well, you will finally have the matching tattoo that I got. Yeah, man. Three years ago. How long did it take him to tattoo it on you? It was like two hours, right? Two and a half. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It, it'll probably, because you're doing smaller, right? I'm going to see if I can get him to draw it a little bit smaller. They're going to have to sacrifice some detail if you do that's that. That's what he told me. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't even know how much, because there's yeah. quite a bit of detail on this. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, I don't know. That's, 
above my pay grade, I me thinks. Yeah. Um. Anyways, yeah. Uh. So we did that, and then, God. Also, the drive to Dallas. I'm like, sorry to not not to keep harping on no, it. No, it's okay. Did you stop at check stop? We did. We stopped at Slo- Slovacek's okay. on the way back. Um. And that place rules. Kolaches are one of our better Kolaches inventions. are so good. Slovacek's between Dallas and Austin on 35. It's got like a full gift shop. You can get kolaches, fudge, cheesecake, like all kinds of treats. Damn, fudge? Fudge. They make their own like beef jerky and like they have some pretty good barbecue, I think. Yeah. And then they have like a whole bunch of like cute like gifties. Type like nifty gifties. Yeah, but like a smaller Bucky's. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's like the drive between those two, like for, for that to be the largest metro in the state, or no, Houston's bigger. Oh, no, yeah, Houston's for sure Houston's bigger. bigger. The second largest metro in the city to the capital. Mm-hmm. For that corridor to be as congested as it is. Yeah. It's so weird. It's like between Georgetown or between Austin and Waco, there's mm-hmm. like a never ending chain of small towns. Between Waco and Dallas, there's like very little. Like, it's like you better stop while you're in Waco. Yeah. Or you're going to be screwed. So we. Like, we ended up having to, like, cut around the city of Waco because the construction has been so bad there for, like, years. Literal years. It's terrible. It's gotten worse and worse. It's, like, it narrows down to, like, two lanes. Huh. And it's, like, this is a major thoroughfare. Anyway, so it took it. It's just, like, being in the car for that long. Oh, it's demoralizing. In the sun, it really is demoralizing. And my muscles start to, like, feel kind of sore. Well, and then you have that, like... There's a there's a kind of sweat that just feels like an insult, mm-hmm. like from inactivity. Yes, where it's like, and it somehow smells worse because your body's not happy. Yes, exactly. And it yes, that's exactly right. And like, um, God, it's just I felt like dry. I don't know. Like yeah, my, well, because it's like it's akin to being on a plane. Yeah, yeah, my insides just felt really dry. So the kids were completely great in the car, but I was just like, I just want to get home. Oh my gosh! So when we got here yesterday, I like threw the laundry in the the washer and I was like okay I'll be back in just a minute and like laid down on my bed and just did nothing for like 20 to 30 minutes like I didn't even say where I was going I was just like I need to just be in my bed I slept so hard last night yeah I mean it's just like I love to like travel but like I've really recently taken like bed quality into severe Honey, consideration i'd listen. almost choose like a more boring room at like a boring chain hotel i'd do it with a good bed i would just need certain assurances about the bed right yeah but like you know your marriott's and your uh-huh you're like hilton's and stuff they they got some good beds i've not thought about that in a while yeah most of my time in those kinds of hotels has been spent on the pull-out couch as i was a child oh a child yeah yeah, but I've stayed at, like, some cute, like, boutique hotels or whatever, but they don't really prioritize, like, bed quality. Yeah, what is that? I don't know. Huh. I don't know. We'll tell you, though, the place that Parker and I went around New Year's in Fredericksburg was probably the best bed I've ever slept in in my entire life. Oh, yeah. Didn't you, like, come home and make decisions based around that? No, I, like, took pictures of the mattress, and I was yeah. like, Parker, we may need to trade it in for We have to have a lifestyle I still change. think about it. It's so It was such a good Shit. mattress. Man. Okay. It was great. I got to go back until... I do wish that I could just take my bed with me when yeah. I vacation. Yeah. And then exactly. also take all of my... Uh, schedule and no one else's. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. Here's my itinerary. You can like it or lump it. You can go your own way, but I'm going to do what I want to do. I need like the first and last hour of the day completely reserved for alone time. <laughs> do you know this is how I live, right? I do know this. Yeah. yeah. Um, I need to know where the gym is. 
Yes. Um, God. I need you to I've not... also gotten used to a home-cooked breakfast when I wake up every <laughs> single morning from a man with a good attitude. <laughs> it just tastes different. It, it really just, does. It just does taste different. <laughs> good attitude. Had, I will say one of the best things about Craig is he's just got a good attitude. <laughs> it really does. He doesn't, he doesn't knock easy, you know? The way that we're saying attitude comes from, <laughs> <laughs> comes from girls. Oh, yeah. And it's the episode where Shoshana, they, like, show her life in Japan. Cute episode. It's such a cute episode. It's a bottle episode. But anyways, that's, it broke the way that I say attitude. This the way that Chris Lilly broke the way assumed, I say quotient. <laughs> we assumed you're rich because of your spoiled attitude. Attitude. Uh, the way Chris Lilly says cushion. Cushion. <laughs> yeah. That's so Man. good. Man. Um, I love I also television. Think of DVD. <laughs> Rodney's coming over to watch, watch a DVD. DVD. <laughs> Who's cooking dinner? Not, Not me. <laughs> Man, what a kooky little character that guy what is. A guy. I'll never, uh, I'll never stop caring for him. If I'm being <laughs> honest. Caring for him. I, I, I care what for him. Guy. What a guy. What a guy. Anyways, should we start talking about days and confused? I would love to. So I'm this starting is, to feel pretty dazed and confused yeah, myself. Uh, Lindsay and I, um, how many? 25 milligrams of mm-hmm. Delta 8? As is our one. Have we explained what this even is to non-Texan I'm not listeners? Sure. I'm not sure. So, the gorgeous... Um, sec- I don't know if it's just Texas or if it's nationwide. Well, okay. So, if you, if you live in a state where weed is legal Mm -hmm. this probably hasn't come up for you yet oh yeah you're right um but (laughs) something's different something's cooking in the market and it's delta eight Mm -hmm. um which is one molecule off from the thc that is explicitly illegalized right um so the girls loophole the girls are in the kitchen and they're cooking Uh, Lindsay and i can casually swing by and get the most potent gummy (laughs) you could imagine on the planet (laughs) And no, no ID, nothing. It's legal. Hop right out of there. I mean, you go to a dispensary in California, it is the Apple store, first of all. Right, right. They get all of your information Not before you place. can even step inside. Now, granted, what you're rewarded with is a gorgeous shopping experience. <laughs> but, like, this place is like, yeah, I don't give a shit. Whatever. <laughs> the Take place it. we went last Drive, weekend. see what happens. <laughs> the place we went last weekend, like... We walked in and this guy had the biggest attitude problem. I have never seen Oh, yeah, he hated you. <laughs> he was attitude. chill with me, but he hated you. <laughs> it did seem that way. It felt very personal. Well, it's only because you were the one purchasing. Probably. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, like, pointed to some gummies and I was like, is that all the Delta 8 you have? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, okay, I'll take one. <laughs> Need help. You gotta go to Hazy Days. I know it's across town. <laughs> okay. But man, there's a gentleman named Hans. I love that. He was so good. Yeah. He just was like so knowledgeable about that. getting me, because I tried the one hitter that I bought off of him. Okay. Great. Fantastic. Okay. That's great, man. Uh, yeah. Not one hitter, pre-roll is what I'm saying. That's great. Um. Anyway, back one to- One time use. Yeah. Well, I mean, I just kept snubbing it out and going back for more. I know that my face looks... <laughs> yeah, you look like you're, like, mom at a party, and I'm asking you a question, but you won't engage. <laughs> I just, like, have a big, goofy smile. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyways, um, it's a different kind of a 
you know, we've been doing this for like a month now where we just kind of have a little where bit. We of, just get a little bit out of hand on a, a gummy. A little bit crazy on <laughs> yeah, a gummy, as yeah. you said. It's great. Um, I recommend. Well, and it felt like I thought about not, but then I was like, for days and confused. No you way, would, Buster. You would break this pattern for this? No way, Buster. No way, Buster. Okay, and the good news about this movie is that there's really not a lot of plot that we have to talk about because no. it's just truly an episodic vibes movie. Right. I, didn't, I actually was like worried when you told me that, that there was mm-hmm. no like central plot because. I was like, how do you make it? Like, I love an episodic thing, like like a Marie yeah. Antoinette, but there is, like, one thread going through it, and this had that, which I appreciated. There's, like... There's co- a couple parallel threads, too. Yeah. Um, but I thought it was going to be, like, different, like, vignettes. And I was like, that's not going to keep my attention. Well, M- Ms. Linklater does love a vignette. Yes. Um, have you ever seen Slacker? I have uh, not seen Slacker. You need to see Slacker. That's the... Uh, that was his first one, I think. That's the the person that's painted on the side of I Heart Video next May mm-hmm. She Rest, next to mm-hmm. Divine. Is that yeah. from Slacker? Yeah, that... Is it the girl with the hat? Yes. Okay, yeah. so uh, I don't remember what her name is, like Teresa something, but she was the drummer for a time for the Butthole Surfers. Oh, word. And her part in the movie is the funniest part. She's literally on the street trying to sell a little jar with Madonna's pubes. <laughs> she's, like, she's like, yeah, my friend's a nurse when she got a pap smear. This is 100% Chaconi hair. <laughs> Ew. It's... Listen, I saw it when I was 19, and I was like, nothing is funnier than this This is so moment. goofy, I know. Um, so, yeah, anyway, Richard Linklater directed this. Oh, you know what? He was born in Houston, you're right. Yeah. I saw him at Book People once with his kids. I was oh, like, really? right around the time Boyhood came out. Boyhood, what a movie. I still haven't seen that either. Lindsay, seriously? No, it's serious. also a period piece. <gasps> yeah. It is. We can well, watch that. you know what? That's actually debatable to call it a period piece. Do you piece. know what it is? What? Bernie. Oh, we have to watch Bernie. <laughs> I love that movie. Well, and this movie has a spiritual sequel in Everybody Wants Some, which came okay, out a few years yeah, ago. Yeah, that's we should, right. We should maybe do a little yeah. Linklater summer. I love a little Linklater skid to the end of summer. That feels correct. It does. Yeah. Oh, man. Bernie. What a good movie. What a guy. Um, but yeah, he did Slacker. He did uh, Scanner Darkly, which I think I saw once, but don't remember. And then what was the other one? Waking Life. Hey, you know What? What? Homie's birthday is this Friday. Nuh-uh. Come on, Richard Come on, King. We were thinking about you. <laughs> Do you know that he's a year older than our parents? Yeah, it's not. He's 60. I thought, I thought he must be like Gen X. Be- oh, because he is like so their guy. Right. He's their guy. I guess, he and Ethan Hawke are Gen Excellence. I guess your, your people can, are like, maybe who, you know, is yeah. old enough to be pulling the strings. If I can be Gen X through sheer willpower, then so can he. Right. Yeah. But so he was 32 or 33 when he made this. Yeah. That's cute. Yeah. And it's, uh, he has said that it's largely autobiographical. Mm-hmm. Um, with him kind of in the wily position. Yeah. 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 All right. Whatever. Mitch is the character. Yeah. Um, there are a lot of characters, so mm-hmm. we're not going to name them all, but basically this is set in Austin in 1976. Um, absolutely massive cast. Um, it's and the like, last day of school. The best names. Oh, incredible. yeah. Oh, incredible. Um, so <laughs> these kids are kind of like, the, you focus a little bit on the seniors and then less so on the incoming freshmen. Um, we have like, these jocks and these stoners and then a couple dudes that sort of float between one of them being one of our um and or protagonists randall pink floyd as played by jason london 
He's a twin. I don't remember if it's him or the other one. Um, they used yeah, to. It's Jason. Yeah, he's they, a twin. They were the rock stars of UPN. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I remember he. I think he. Clicking in. I think he played Jessica Biel's boyfriend on Seventh Heaven, and I think his name was Jimmy Moon. Well, he looks too much like her. He does look a That's lot like her. Pretty lazy casting <laughs> I to make agree. them. <laughs> Jessica Biel was and is just so pretty. He was in Tu Wong Fu. As uh-uh. Bobby Ray? Oh, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, he was a little heartthrob in the 90s. Good for him. He's aged pretty well, too. He's, like, a handsome enough man. Yeah, know? yeah. Good um, for him. So, I don't even... I cannot remember his friend's name with the thick eyebrows, but that guy had such 70s face. Oh, my gosh. Was it... Um, there's so many names. And the actor's name is, like, Sasha, but... Okay, Sasha Jensen is Don Dawson. That's what Don I was Don Dawson. I, yeah. Don was, like, a pig, but I loved him. Yeah, he's, like, um... He felt like such a caricature of... He, he also felt really real and lived in to me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, true. But, um, like, it's just, like, that over-the-top... Party boy. Party boy. And yeah. it's, it's kind of, like, true neutral. Yeah. You know? No. Maybe chaotic neutral, but, like, yeah. he's not... He's not evil. A good guy. Obanion is evil. Obanion's evil. And embarrassing. Leo King. Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. Yeah. Who was up O'Banion. to some shenanigans this weekend that all of us are living for. Okay, did you hear the, the... The theory. That they're recreating the video? I hope that's not true. Well, I don't think the relationship is... Cap. No, no, no. I just mean I hope that, like, they're not remaking no, the video. I agree, because also they said it was the 20th anniversary, and I'm like, that can't be so. It cannot it be so. I think it is. 2001? I think it was, like, 2003 when that came out. You know what? I actually looked at her um, relationship history, and, like, I think she married Mark Anthony in 2003, because it was, like, six months after. Yes, because you know what? Okay. This is crazy. J-Lo and Chris Judd, uh-huh. her husband right before she dated Ben Affleck, Mm-hmm. They got married, like, four weeks after 9-11, and apparently it was, like, a really, like, rushed marriage. And I'm like, I wonder if it was that kind of weird, like, we might all die. <laughs> Isn't that why Nick Lachey proposed to Jessica Simpson? I think that's How right. many failed 9-11 marriages are there? I would love to know. The people need to know. People, this is a study, that a phenomenon that needs study. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that is. Um, wow, okay, so her time with... Wow, you actually really forensically nailed that yeah. just, you just looked at your face and you're just like what does she see all <laughs> when it comes to JLo's Wikipedia relationships and personal life section yeah you know it I do as a Gemini you, this is why you incarnated <laughs> exactly um, by the way, I, I want to touch base with you on a Delta 8 experience and see if you have this okay a few times camping I would be like uh, I would accidentally open my eyes a little bit uh, <laughs> to a normal uh, distance, and then it felt like the room got like three times brighter <laughs> because, because the lids were so low that like it was like barely a thing in the world yeah, was getting it's out. Like they're getting real heavy. Yeah. 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 I feel that. It was intense. <laughs> I've never noticed it, but I guess I will now. Yeah. Enjoy. Um, so it's the last day of school. This was, um, I, I, most of my notes are like location based because. Yeah. Same. Was, yeah. Basically like these kids, I, you see one teacher and then like a handful of coaches, but like. And they hit on the teacher. Yes, they do. <laughs> yeah. The, the newspaper teacher. Or Dawson does. Um, it's never, she never shows up, but these newspaper kids are sitting around like they have to urgently get out 
an issue. I guess some of them are playing a game or whatever. I think they were playing a game. But then the other ones were like discussing like big ideas. They're like, oh, you ha- you should write that. You should write that. Somebody should write that. That's okay. And so they were my people. And I was about I'm to, say, to say, as someone who is in newspaper, mm-hmm. um, let me tell you, it does attract a certain type. They nailed that. Mm-hmm. I felt, you and I discussed this earlier, mm-hmm. if I have any character in this movie, it's Marissa Ribisi's character. Because I just truly hung out with boys that, frankly, even looked like Anthony Rapp. Right. Um, right. I was just talking about this recently. I was like, how was I 17 years old, like, pretending to understand a joke my friend made about Slavov Zizek? Like, uh, uh, you're a child. And why was that friend making that joke? They were trying to seem it's cer- such a sweaty thing. Certainly. Trying to, like... Such a sweaty... <laughs> exactly right. Like, in your adolescence, especially senior year, when you're, like, trying to cultivate your air of being interesting before college. Yeah, everybody's like Judy funny. Trying, like, <laughs> harvest references. Oh my god, I know. It's Isn't terrible. That and then now that I'm an adult, um, the resources are at a point now where I'm like, I'll frack Prince of Egypt <laughs> for something to talk about. <laughs> Surely. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the, <laughs> frack it. Yeah. <laughs> like, what am I going to talk about? D.H. Lawrence? <laughs> No. I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, so they, they show the jocks, like, some of them uh, really refining their wooden paddles that they're going to beat yeah, kids' what asses What the hell with. is okay. They're, like, frat paddles. They're frat paddles. The, the, the abandoned one is the best one. It says, fuck you, on the back. <laughs> Which I feel like Ben Affleck could have written that joke for he all He probably d- It sounds it like sounds a, Boston. Yeah. Um, Jenny Cobb and I went to go see, uh, I think it was, like, a anniversary i think it was the 2030th no it'll be 30 in so like we, two years so we saw the 20th it was in 2013 mm-hmm. Ooh, that's been almost a decade um, and they gave you a wooden pole with it at alamo draft house and you got to like design your pole so jenny and i like i think we both like picked ones from mine said fuck you yeah of course hers she put soul pole of course um, yeah. yeah it was super fun um but yeah, I mean, they, they show, like, both the incoming freshman boys and girls have this, like, um, initiation ceremony, which is just, like, fascinating to watch. It's hazing. It's, well, it's hazing, but here's the thing, and not to sound like a hazing apologist. No. <laughs> I think there's merit to that kind of right. If it's not abusive. If it's not abusive. The, if the idea is, like, you're getting hassled by the older kids, like, yeah. I think that's a great... If it's like, you have to do our chores for the day or something. Right. Not like degrading. Right. Um, then I think it can be like a really good bonding ritual. Yeah. Like we went through something together. I think you know? it's good to go through something yeah. as a, a marker right. to like move into the next phase. A of rite of passage. Because we don't really have any formal rights no. for anything. No. And, so, I and mean, it's funny because like this kind of, the way that, the way that these juniors going in to be seniors mm-hmm. treat these incoming freshmen is like it's to my knowledge not based on anything like that's not oh we didn't have that yeah that's no, not a that thing was not that a was happening in our age, age but i period. think we were so socially atomized a by the size of our high school right and b by like at that point like parents were very safety obsessed and yeah yes and like the age of the helicopter parent yes totally all these things well they um, have been fed like a diet of your stranger danger and like Oh, I know. These kids, they're, clearly none of their parents cared about stranger danger or any other kind of danger. Right. Which, like, ugh, is a shame. Because it's like, certainly those things happen. Kids kids got 
right but at the same time like oh now we can't have fun right <laughs> like, exactly oh now i can't go have a kegger in the woods right was it the somebody's kid got stolen number or just like the atrocity of them you know oh like, yeah no it was almost certainly the atrocity. so unlikely I don't, I don't think that's something that people can view with like a sober mind right. statistically like right. they're not like oh show me show me the real numbers right exactly um and i mean 80s local news what a gig nice work if you can get it those <laughs> girls were wildin just blowing rails and being like there's a nest <laughs> nice work if you can get it yeah and wild. if you get it won't you show me how i said show it might be tell that was actually humiliating (laughs) um okay so basically our our main protagonist is pink and his (laughs) his moral conflict in this movie is whether he should sign this like pledge document for a completely unenforceable pledge to his asshole football, football coach basically saying he's not gonna drink or do drugs and he's like i don't know if i'm I can a man do that. of my word i which like i respect the integrity to like not sign something you're clearly not gonna honor right that is a level of like consistency you're not gonna find in every 17 year old and some might say any or or perhaps any person <laughs> right um but that being said i was like this is like the world of difference between 1976 and then like you know 30 years later when i was in high school right um they would simply kick you off the team. Right. They can test you for it. Right. They would kick you off the team. I did not at any point feel like my participation in something um, didn't have several conditions. Right. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Like, my participation in society was like, don't post a picture of you looking foul on MySpace. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. The rules were getting tighter. The, yeah. Acceptable behavior, speech, everything had just like, right. been crammed. It's so funny to think about, like, I think about this with mom and dad's childhood a lot, about, like, the 70s and living in kind of a small town where people knew each other. Mm-hmm. But, like, the the way that these parents in this movie are, like, well, we haven't even gotten there yet. Sorry. Yeah. No, I mean, we will. But I, it's just an interesting, like, idea of, like, who, it seems like you spent so much time with the people around you that, like, A, you felt comfortable with your kid's coach, like, doing some of the heavy lifting of parenting. Yeah, I mean, it's quite literally the village. Right, yeah. exactly. And, like, you're okay with your kids being out in the streets with their friends, like, riding bikes. And they could be a complete POS one day, but, you know, the neighborhood kid could be a POS to him, too. So right. nobody feels embarrassed or, like, that is, like, bad parenting that made their kid act up. And now I just feel like the criteria for like what a well-behaved kid should be like oh, and how that reflects on you. Through the damn roof. And then right. meanwhile, like no one is really in a position. If you, Yeah. I mean, it's like some of the kids in this movie do really mean things to each other, but the, the general, it, there's like a good naturedness about all of it where it's like, yeah, you can tell it's like, oh, like even when O'Banion has a little fit, it's like, right. you can tell they're just going to forget about it by tomorrow. Right, exactly. Like, it's just, exactly. nothing is that deep. And it seems like it kind of, I don't know, I just imagine that that kind of built some resilience in mom and dad where it's like, I can do something that's really embarrassing, well, there but wasn't, there's 500 people in my graduating class. So like, we all know each other. Right. Parents can call each other up and be like, hey, is my kid at your house? Like, there also just wasn't 
a, a permanent record culture for right. them. Like right. there is there is like a that's a good way to think of it. Never ending ledger of like your mistakes right. now, right? Which is like such a bummer. Yeah, I don't want that for my future no. kids. No. Um, yeah, yeah, like there. I don't know. I, I always remember in like uh, maybe it was in cartoons or whatever. They'd be like, "This is going on your permanent record." And I, like, remember stressing about that and asking mom about it. Like, what is permanent? Like, I never got in trouble did, for anything. Okay, so the question is, like, did that no. idea just come out of nowhere? Or right. was that, like, a reinforced moral from these via these cartoons? I can tell you that by the time I was teaching, the, the district that I went to elementary school in, I did see something like a personal record literally in a kid's filing cabinet. Mm-hmm. And it was mostly just, like... Here's like the the you know disciplinary incidents, but they're like all in one centrally recorded location. But for most kids, that didn't exist. So this is like the like quicksand. Yeah, it's just a a, a false yes. fear that was implanted in us. Yes. But that being said, though, like uh, you know, the permanent record was a fake thing until right. social media essentially made That's it. That's exactly what I'm real. saying. So yeah, yeah, like it back in these kids' days, if they had ever been told about the idea of a permanent record. Which they probably hadn't, because it just seems kind of like, we know that there's no way to centrally organize all of this. Oh, are you kidding me? So the idea is just like, everybody's kids are a pain in the ass sometimes, because they know they can. They can test the limits a little bit with that, which Which is is good and bad. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's like... I agree. I think it's probably... Like, these... Watching this movie, I was like, just struck by like, these kids are kind of fearless, because Mm -hmm. they like, know that they're... They're not going to like, get... Like, if they get in trouble, it's not the end of the world, I guess. Is yeah. That, that's, a, that's kind of, like, the general... Because these kids are just, like, really... I'm like, who I cannot imagine being a ninth grader. Like, no. chugging beers? Are you kidding me? Like... No. Oh, my gosh. It's insane. So, there's... Oh, I can't Sorry, remember I the characters. Way. No, no, no. It's quite all right. <laughs> way the, the uh Mitch's sister. Do you remember her name? She was, like, one of my favorite characters. Um, Jody. So, Jody I'm was looking at so the sweet. List. Um... Jody like tells She's so pretty too. So pretty. To- Jody asks uh, Pink to like go easy on her little brother, and the other jocks hear it and are like, "Oh, we're gonna go harder on him." And so they like, "What? I don't know." Was the- no, they like looked her in the eye and were like, "Sure, we will go hard on him." And then as soon as she walks away, they're like, "Psych." Yeah. Oh Which, yeah. Like you guys, that's not cool. It's not cool. But they, um, O'Banion and the and the dudes like chase him and his friends down and then they get into his like shitty blonde friend's house and uh <laughs> shitty blonde Yeah, friend. I hated that kid. Uh O'Banion's super mad because the shitty blonde friend's mom pulls a shotgun on him. Yes. And she was ready. She was about that action. My god. That house is that in the, um That was the one that's in In Rosedale. Oh, no, okay. the one that's in Windsor is um what's his face? Oh, is it the the boy who's throwing a party? Yes. Um, Pickford. Pickford. He was a good-looking kid. He's. I have some stories to oh, tell Oh, yeah. You. I'm excited yeah. to hear this. I almost feel like we even don't even need to bother with plot. It's yeah. Like, basically, basically, it's, it's, it's one just night. that night. It's, it's just that of... night. There's kind of parallel stories of, like, Mitch getting his ass beat, but yeah. then um, Pink, like, kind of very sweetly welcomes him in to, like... Yes. Get a jump start on social life yeah, before the rest of his friends. Yeah, he's supposed to give him a whack, too, and instead yeah. is like... Thud. And he goes, do you need a ride, kid? Like, yeah, Pink was so sweet. He was sweet. Um, and then uh, there's Roy kind Cochrane. of... Cochrane. Oh, my God. The, I could have watched every a whole stoner movie Every I went to him. high school with thought they were this guy. <laughs> they wanted to be this guy so bad. I, knew, I went to several MySpace accounts where people had his full monologue about Martha Washington packing Georgia Bowl, <laughs> like, in there about me. 
That's so embarrassing. It's humiliating, but at the same time, watching it now, I'm like, he's my favorite. I love Rory Cochrane. Rory Cochrane's character rules in this. And... I mean, yeah, kind of a complete opposite of Lucas from Empire Records, which she just yeah, did a couple like years later. Yeah, who's like super uptight. Yeah. He's um, been, he's stayed acting. It's surprising. Okay, he so was in Argo. Oh, that's fantastic. Aww. This movie apparently just means like so much to Ben Affleck. Okay, I saw that. And yeah. that touched my heart deeply. I know, because it's like he's got taste. Yeah. Yeah, and he's a pretty good director, too. He said it was like one of the most formative creative experiences of his life. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. Was this his first movie or no? Uh, I don't think so. I think he was a child actor. So this is McConaughey's. Remember he was in The Voyage of the Mimi? Yeah, I do, actually. <laughs> this is McConaughey's film debut. It is. And what a splash. My God. For his first line to be like, be a lot cooler if you <laughs> did. <laughs> so good. Did he say you got a joint or something? Yeah, hey man, you got a joint on. <laughs> be a lot cooler if you did. Was that a wig? That was that was his hair, right? I think it was his hair, but the, the technology used to get that tiny bang to sweep all the way just over. What a, what a lived-in character, too. Like, yeah, I'm just working for the city. <laughs> I could go down to the JC, but... I I looked, like, was looking at him, and I was like, enjoy this, because this will not be your economic reality in the future. No. It just won't be. Exactly. You're, you're gonna the be, last. You're going to be driving a different kind of car for a commercial. Right. Yeah. What was it? Mercedes? Or who did he... Oh, land? well, I was talking about just, like, you can't just, like, work for the city right out of high school oh, these no. days. But <laughs> you were thinking of the Lincoln commercial. I was thinking of... You were talking Matthew about McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey no, himself. Matthew McConaughey is rather wealthy and can be seen at the Nordstrom Rack. So what I was going to say about him was that I, I thought you were you meant, like, as no, he, when you were I'm watching it, you Wooderson. were thinking... Okay. Wooderson, like, when he's... He's, like, got all this money to, like, soup up his vehicle and all this stuff and, like, just chill, and he just works for the city. I know. Yeah. Isn't that great? And these kids are like, the 70s suck, and it's like, you don't know. Right. No, he was, that character was having fun. Having so much fun. So there's also, uh, you know, inappropriate, maybe. Inappropriate. Yes, I do love, I do love him hitting on Marissa Ribisi, because Lindsay and I talked about this earlier. There is a dynamic. Mm Mm-hmm. And I actually saw a TikTok call this out recently about how goth or like goth and alternative guys like don't like girls in that same vein. They right. tend to go for like like a well, look at who the good Charlotte guy is married. Right. So we have Nicole yeah, Richie and like Cameron Diaz. Popular girl. Yeah. Type of a look. And so this girl was like talking about how that bothered her in high school and then she was like, But then I realized every alternative girl likes jocks mm-hmm. and they go for them. Right. Which like It's true. Teen movies tend to miss this. There's actually quite a bit of strange intermingling that happens oh, in high school. There's uh, very rarely another time in your life when you're forced to closely interact with a random smattering of people. Yeah. Like a full-time job. Yeah. Everybody that's your age that lives in your town. It's insane. <laughs> and there is a dynamic between um, studious girl and stoner guy. Yep. They find each other. Yep. Whether as, as friends or more. It, it just happens. I wonder if it's like a, your anxiety is balancing out my... It's like very Capricorn Cancerian energy. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I could... Maybe that's why I like Cancer Boys so much. Yeah. Like, not romantically, but I just always feel that they're wonderful people. Yeah, they're sweet. Yeah, that's yeah. why I'm trying... I'm not actively trying right now. I've still got um, <laughs> a little girl up in my uterus, and she's T-shaped. Miss Morena. Miss Morena. Um, but I, when the time comes... For me to bring forth a male, mm-hmm. which will be second round. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> you laughing like something funny. I know. <laughs> I know. It's just, I, I will make this happen. I know. Good for you, girl. Um, but it's got to be a cancer boy. Yeah. yeah. It's got to be. It's, I, I would love a Wooderson that picks up, minus the hitting on high school girls. Wooderson. Uh, Water son. Wooderson. <gasps> oh my God. <laughs> She's on to something. <laughs> Wooderson oh. is Matthew McConaughey's character. Yes. Um, and I was telling you last night, I'm like, this man is so goofy. And sometimes he says stuff like he thinks he's a lot smarter than he actually may. He may actually be a genius. I think he's on the level some in some ways. Right. Yeah. Um, but he'll say stuff just kind of like a good old country boy that they would like. Like it'd be like, just keep living. Like he thinks that is really like a deep mm-hmm. thing to say. And it's like. But sometimes when you're high enough, you realize <laughs> the, the resonance of that hits you. Right. But I just mean. Um, like there's so many goofy things. I think he's, things. he does a lot of goofy things in like interviews and stuff. Like the oh way he goodness. can be kind of cringy. He wants to same, create his own like aphorisms for things. Yes. Like, exactly. Which is a very Texan conceit. Exactly. Yeah. And, but he, I just, this man is our, our he's, town's. Mayor functionally. Well, I think he took over after Leslie died. Yes. As the town mascot. I think that's right. Um, And I'm proud to have him. Yeah. No, he's... he's He seems like a real sweetie. He seems like a sweetheart. (laughs) I think about him not wearing deodorant a lot. (laughs) Oprah smelled him and she was like, no, you smell great. He's like, that's what a man should smell like. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Which, like, the older I get... If any other man said that, I'd be like, what a dick. (laughs) I know. We love you. There is, like... There's something about him. Yeah, he's very I mean, charming. He will get, when's, what's his birthday? Um, oh, that's a good Water question. Water sign. <laughs> <laughs> I just uh, made that connection. It's not a there's coincidence. A few, there's a few of these that I'm thinking. He is a Libra. November okay. 4th? No, that's no, a that's Scorpio. Right. Scorpio. Okay. Scorpio. Well, sister sign. Love y'all. <laughs> um, I was honestly thinking like Aquarius. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, we'll see. Um, anyway, uh, I guess just basically, if you were following the plot of the the younger man, the uh, Mitch Kramer, mm-hmm. he's having a great night. He meets a girl who's a sophomore. She's into him. It's mm-hmm. cute. The whole that thing's is a cute, cute story. He gets to buy beer. He pretends he's working for the city. It's so cute. And. Yeah, that okay. location. Lindsay lived within absolute spitting distance. I mean, of. truly, you could have stepped out on my portion and spit your your spit into yeah, their I front yard. Yeah, I used to get diet cokes on the way to your house at that place I know, all the time. I know, and like they, you know, the, in that scene, there's like a the guy that owns the place comes out with a gun and he's like, "I saw y'all hit my these boys are out on this the town mm-hmm. just cutting up. I saw you hit my um, mailbox. Like you're gonna pony up the money, whatever." Mm-hmm. And they drive off really quickly. And it's, like, right there down Medical Parkway. It's insane. I was like, that's right there. I <sighs> loved this movie in high school. And then... And then I lived there. Yeah. I was going to say, it's, like, really crazy that, truly by accident, I lived kind of where almost all of the shots are <clears throat> taken. Yeah. Which I... Okay, so, Craig and I used to go to Northwest yeah. Recreational Park all the time, like, with a hammock to go read. Yeah. And there's a baseball field over there, and I always felt like, this looks like the baseball field, and we were just, like, never sure. Yeah. Finally confirmed. That's the baseball field. Oh, and, and cute. Uh, we lived just down the street from the top notch. Um, oh, yeah. Uh-huh. What were the other location things? Oh, um, did you... Okay, so I looked this up just to get an idea of, like how big Austin was in 76. 331,000 people. Still feels pretty big. Yeah, that does seem really big. Right? That's like a third of what it is now. And Um, I wouldn't have guessed that from this movie. Right. 
I thought it was bold, personally, to cast Renee Zellweger as an extra in a movie where there's already Joey Lauren Adams. I know. Honestly, every time I see Joey Lauren Adams on the screen, I'm like, you just you just walked so that Renee could run. I know. She's she has like the same Renee Bellwether. Voice. <laughs> oh, that's really good. <laughs> I honestly did. <laughs> you have you know when you just <laughs> I'm so mad I never thought of that. Um, see, I thought of it just now. It's a channeled text. <laughs> that was so good, bitch. <laughs> I've oh, never no. seen you react that way. <laughs> Poor Joey Lauren Adams just being the canary in the coffin. <laughs> We're going to test this face out. This is V1. <laughs> I got an idea for a person and I want to try it out. Just got engaged general interest. So this is our minimum viable product. (laughs) She really is just so like, oh my goodness. And I guess Renee Zellweger has like a really small part, right? You, yeah, you blink and you miss her. I was going to say, because it's almost like there was like a torch to shadow. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, if you're tethered. They all, oh, oh, no. <laughs> Absolutely. That's what us is based on. <laughs> what happened to Joey Lauren Adams. She's actually then, non on rabbit flesh underground right now. Because <laughs> Roy Cochrane was also then in Empire Records with Renee. And that should have been Joey's part. It should have been Joey's part. Oh my god. Um, wow, you damn right. <laughs> you damn right. <laughs> Something, some brujeria happened. For sure. Ooh, some, there's some energy in here. Yeah. I'm getting a reading. <laughs> and my, my name was Joey. <laughs> Did you royally screw someone named Joey? <laughs> Oh my god, that oh, is man. Woo. <laughs> uh, Ooh, that is funny to me. Also, can <laughs> we talk Renee about Bellwether? <laughs> <laughs> oh bitch, sorry, okay. <laughs> do you do you remember you sent me that TikTok that was like if someone's tall, regardless of their gender, their pronouns are fee five fo fum. And the audio was, look, it's a good joke. It's a great joke even, but I'm gonna need you to stop. <laughs> I think of that audio all the time. It's a great joke even. <laughs> oh my god. Whew. Oh, I'm gonna have to ponder that one that thought for a few days. Um I I do want to talk about two things. One, um, every single line that Parker Posey delivered, <laughs> bitch. Apparently, I think I think that they let her really like make Just, a lot of shit. <laughs> yeah, because she came up with wipe that stupid face <laughs> off your head, bitch. <laughs> and when she's like driving in the car next to Joey Lauren Adams and smoking, she's like, I think it's a riot. I don't care what she thinks. <laughs> Such a good line delivery. Oh my god. She's honestly name another legend. Like I, 
What is Parker Posey up to right now? That bitch is so funny to me. She's so funny. She's also <clears throat> queen of gin excellence. Yes. She was like yes. the platonic ideal of how cool a girl could be. Absolutely. Yeah. She still is. My God. God. And she still looks incredible. When she was oh on my search God, my party. My voice is like... <laughs> Same. So Sorry. dry. It's disgusting. It's yucky. Oh my god. Y'all didn't ask for this. <laughs> Nobody needs to hear this. Children don't need to hear your filth. <laughs> so is there anything left in that LaCroix? <laughs> no. It's empty. Should I just go lap at the sink? <laughs> sure. You want me um, to take a pause? No, I'm alright. Okay. Um, okay, so that. Wanted to discuss that. Mm-hmm. And then also... The um, Wiley Wiggins nose pinch forward acting. Like, oh, he, he just kept doing that. It was very Kristen Stewart could never. Yes. Yeah. He was the blueprint. He was the blueprint. For her. Try yeah. something out here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, man, I just really enjoyed this movie. The thought of driving to Houston for Aerosmith tickets is like, something about it is really cute to me. It is cute. It, this feels very like dad. Dad's youth. Yeah. So you and I, I was kind of throwing out who I think dad was in this movie. Mm-hmm. Definitely on the jock to stoner um, continuum. continuum, more jock. Yeah. Quite yeah. a bit. Yeah. I would say like at least 75%. Jock. I would say so. I would say so. Maybe 80. I would, I think that he's probably, I don't think he, I would like to think he wasn't as much of a pig as mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what's the guy's name? Dan. Dan? O'Banion. No. Oh, eyebrows. Don Dawson. Yeah. But I think dad actually also kind of looked like Don Dawson. Yeah. I think he was smarter hair. than Don Dawson. I, I think I think I'm right. I think he's the redheaded kid in this movie. Yeah, kind of just quiet, that, respectful. Um, I don't know his name. I don't remember. His he was name. kind of one of those. He's he's not an actor I've seen in a lot other than this. So he's been. Oh, is it in a Cole Hauser? Cole Hauser. Yeah. yeah, yeah. His character. The scene where he is super drunk, gets up, and then immediately sits right back down is cute. <laughs> oh, okay. We need to touch in on the newspaper kids too, though. Oh yes. Okay. Yeah, that's. Because Adam Goldberg, who we spent a while talking about last week. Yeah. I love this man. We love him. His character is so much more annoying than I remember. So annoying. And he yeah. looks so young. Oh, my God. Also, Anthony Rapp's <clears throat> character, like, couldn't have been a bigger dork. But couldn't have been more accurate. Of, like, so accurate. a self-serious type of kid. You I know? was telling Craig, I, and I feel a little bad about the double standard here, because I'm not even trying to imply that it's creepy for a senior to date a freshman. I think they're all children in my eyes. Right. But, like... <laughs> They're all children in my eyes. <laughs> I don't I can't speak for God, but in my eyes, they're all children. Um, yeah, the um, okay. So my double standard on this was like when Mitch got with the sophomore girl. I was like, cool, cool for both of them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then this guy getting with her, like the freshman girl. Like I was happy for him, but I also was like, it's just because she hasn't met anyone else. Like <laughs> exactly. when she gets to high school, you're toast. <laughs> Exactly. That's exactly what it is. It's your only advantage right now is that you're the only high school boy you're she knows. You're just an early adopter. Exactly. That's really what it Oof, is. Because when he was yikes. dropping her off, and he was like, nothing like some uh, good old pancakes after a night of drinking beer. <laughs> I was like, if that's what conversation is going to be with you, I'd just literally rather not. <laughs> <clears throat> I feel like also the thought of in the 90s dating somebody who wore their hair and glasses in that configuration. I know this movie was set in 1976. And I would ask that you also perhaps pause and take me in (laughs) right now. No, in this moment. I would ask that you stop looking and start seeing. (laughs) You do not look anything like this guy. Lindsay, your coloring, I will grant you. And... The fact that you are wearing glasses. And then what about the hair length? (laughs) Can we discuss the outfit? (laughs) 
<laughs> so Molly has shown up tonight mm -hmm. in uh, Tony Olson cosplay. Who is Tony? That's that oh character. yes. Oh yeah, absolutely. He actually looked a bit smarter than I do. I'm no, wearing I just a mean, pizza like, t-shirt. I just feel like in the '90s that like John Lennon, yeah, aesthetic was like supposed to be your shorthand for like I'm smart and erudite. So maybe and, this is just like well, it's very very Fraser Bane. Right. That's exactly. Well, that's exactly it. But Fraser Bane. Maybe is this an incredible is only TikTok. for the Degrassi generation. But I feel like with mm. the introduction of Rick, mm -hmm. those glasses became abusive boyfriend coded. <laughs> They did. And but, they, like, insufferable. Right. Like... They meant something different to kids our age. Yeah. Like, if you see a kid with those glasses, you run. Yeah. Absolutely. No, those, ki those kids straight up, like, the only ones where I was like, oh, I'm gonna keep an eye on you, Buster, <laughs> what wore those glasses. If There's a kid who drew, like, really ornate swords. Pictures of guns. <laughs> yeah. Okay, for my, it was, there was a kid in my mm -hmm. fifth grade class that I was like, you're on a watch list, but <laughs> <laughs> Those JROTC kids. Yes. Oh my God. It's like, it's, <clears throat> it's, you know, it's sucky because I'd assume, you know, maybe they'd be good in combat. I don't know <laughs> if you're drawn to that at a young age, but it seems like what you're drawn to is the opportunity to touch a gun. To be violent. Yeah. 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 Well, and just to have like this weird, like, purchased valor kind of thing yeah. so that you can like pretend that you're better than your peers right right um but man yeah that fraser bane yeah that's a useful phrase well and you'll recall ms meadow soprano's annoying mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um like very academic boyfriend in yes. college had those glasses too. yes it's coded for annoying boyfriend i would say if you and it was weird because it was at that time like similar time god my <laughs> <laughs> i know me too <laughs> sorry <laughs> My mouth, it feels like, a, and I know I've used this phrase on the podcast before, and similar to Ryan River Cruisin', it means nothing. <laughs> Sunday school puppets. <laughs> yeah. With the half moon mouths. Just felt. My mouth is made out of this felt. This is two pieces of felt just sort of flapping together. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. This is Sunday school puppet ASMR. You guys, I'm so sorry. These gummies, we gotta, in the future, we'll do better. <laughs> We'll have water nearby. Thank you for holding us accountable. Thank you. Um, um, now that we know better. But anyways, yeah, I wonder what the year, if, if it's to do with what age you were in, like, say, 96. Uh-huh. If you're 10, you're the kid that people need to run from. Yeah. Because you'll be wearing those same glasses when you're 17. You factor in a rolling backpack and... <laughs> Just pull your phone out. Have it ready. I, like, can name exactly the kid you're talking about. It's weird that there was one in your grade as well. Yeah, they would always, like, they would make a very academic joke about how stupid you are. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, so we had this, like, a, you know what? And I hope they hear it. <laughs> um, we had these annoying neighbors growing up. Mm -hmm. And I remember the kid was from Vermont. Mm-hmm. And then, mm -hmm. like, coming to Texas. Yeah. I and I would imagine, especially during the Bush years, like, quite a social shock. So, but it was just really, like, the way that King of the Hill... Um, <laughs> presents like politically progressive or new northeastern people yes there's a there's a bit of truth to that in the right. way that it bumps up against texans right um so i remember this kid like one time was complaining about like george bush and he was like he's as fat as president taft and he like looked around like got him <laughs> and i remember being like that's the thing about your joke is first of all we don't disrespect pres bush <laughs> So why don't you take a lap and then pray? Um, mm. No, but it was just like, 
like their their joke was always only for their benefit. Yeah, you know that was your rolling kids. backpack kid. Yeah, the same kid that drew the swords. No, no, that's spiritually very similar. Okay. Those are the kind of kids who'd be like, "Well, Newton's the first law." No, like, no, I mean I'm literally able to think of. Oh, you're thinking of specific kids. I can think of a kid with those glasses. Okay. Who drew detailed pictures of guns in this case? Uh huh. And rolling backpack, pretty quiet. Makes it spookier. Makes it spookier <laughs> for sure. But he sure did wear those metal <laughs> rimmed glasses. Spookier. <laughs> Until we graduated from high school. Do you school. know what it is? It's like there's something chilling about someone who won't consider a garment that they have to wear every day. Right. Like <laughs> These are how you present yourself to like, the world. Literally, this is... Cr- it couldn't be more key. It's like <laughs> the first thing people are going to see when they look at you. You really are only going to do right. one to three pairs absolute tops. This matters. Right. Have an opinion about and this. It's, and the, like, it's not like the trend changes every week. You are, if you're within a five-year chunk, you look current. You look current. So what you're telling me is not okay. You know I don't what? care at all. I actually think too. I like knew a bunch of kids that wore glasses when we were in school, mm-hmm. but what 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 was the 2002 glasses that were good? You um, know, Rivers Cuomo glasses. You're right. That, but yeah. that was kind of like towards like as to, when I was graduating. It started kind of, like, I would say late 90s. If you see oh, yeah. uh, Jennifer Melfi, Dr. Melfi's son in the first season yeah. of The Sopranos, very much rocking those. Okay, okay, you're so right. So this was like a, it, kind of like the Sherry Pop and Daddy's thing. It was like a callback to, yes, like, 50s the retro style kind of glasses. But right. rather than going with, like, a taller mm-hmm. lens, they went more narrow. Right. So, but bold was the move yeah. for a very long time. Yeah, you're right. Interesting. What was never the move and what those kids always did were like Ben Franklin shaped ones. (laughs) Yes. That's why that's exactly like like grape shaped. What's happening with Anthony Rapp in this film. Yeah. They're like that little little Well no, I think his was bigger, but Bunsen honeydew kind of glasses. Yeah, it's just something like alarming about that kind of kid. It's like what am I supposed to judge you on the like the content of your character? (laughs) Right. Like, no, the glasses matter, bitch. They do, man. That really has unlocked some memories for me. I know. Can you, like, smell portable? Oh, it's just, yes. Yeah. Oh, chicken ring things. <sighs> remember those? Uh-huh. Remember her? I remember her. And then, like, uh, the roundest They're scoop. still inside you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they'll be with you till you pass. Um, God, I do wonder about, like, how long any single piece of food has chilled my body. Like, who was the longest resident? <laughs> chicken ring things, probably. <laughs> Right, not or gun like, gum, as you would have been told when you were a kid. No, I yeah, no, I believe that tiny piece of petroleum moves through my body quickly. <laughs> they uh, used to say it would be seven years. Are you kidding me? I know. Well, people did a lot of like lying <laughs> to their children. Yeah, like break a mirror seven years. Yeah, but it was just translated to if you swallow gum, it'll be in your in your intestines and colon for seven years. I remember even as a kid being like, those are the consequences and I accept them. I would rather do that than have this taste in my mouth for one second longer. <laughs> but now, like, I don't swallow gum if I could help it. <laughs> but, you, so you have done it on purpose as a kid? Yeah. <laughs> like, all the time. Well, it would not surprise you to know that I was told not to, and so I never did. <laughs> Unless it was an accident, and then boy, I really got anxious took, about it. You took rules like as gospel, like a priori. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Wow, that's what oldest daughters do. That's a mental defect. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember a couple of times, like I don't know, 
being in like a windy car situation and like having the gum knocked to the back like of my truly throat. truly just a fright that co- no, Lindsay. It would be <laughs> like it would be like the middle of class, and I was like, ew, would <laughs> just swallow it. Like the second it lost its taste, I don't want to deal with this anymore. <laughs> Away you go down the hatch. Serve your seven years. <laughs> Uh, it's just now occurring to me like you've always been a Taurus (laughs) (laughs) things that I take for granted as absolutely like acceptable behavior it's like (laughs) I just love the idea of you being like this doesn't fit my fantasy anymore casual about it yeah. I would always like tear a piece of paper and spit it out oh my god ew <laughs> you have like a moist piece of paper yeah that's gross <laughs> but we there's all no winning it's really like when you think about it gum is such a recent thing like it's it's probably gross and bad <laughs> probably like it's probably gross like it. and bad it's good at cleaning your teeth yeah <sighs> I think, like, perhaps a thistle <laughs> instead. Perhaps we go back to thistles. Perhaps we give that a shot. Um, I don't know. I say this is like, an absolute, like, I, I is it holy gum? Because you're chewing the hell out of it. Yeah. Like, I don't know that that'll ever leave me. No, I love gum. Um, my jaw will maybe fall off, but I will not have gnarly breath. <laughs> well, well, I don't know how like, we got into gum. even talking about... <laughs> Oh, Anthony Rapp. Disgusting. <laughs> Straight to jail. <laughs> I wonder if we're, like, repulsed by the fact that he looks too much like a relative. Like. Yeah, He maybe. looks like. He has the hair consistency of our only uncle be- while he had hair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> These gummies really hit me. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, he's just he's just gross. There's just something truly utterly sexless about him. <laughs> which is like such a cruel thing to say about a teenager. <laughs> but here we are. Here we are. <laughs> <laughs> it does not for me. <laughs> Next. <laughs> Disgusting child. <laughs> okay, so Sean Andrews, the one we were talking about that was Kevin Pickford, and you were like, yeah. oh, he's cute. He and Mila Jovovich apparently got on like a house on fire while making tell. this movie. And got married. She was 16. Her mom showed up. Like, they met and got married right away. And then it was, like, two months later, her mom was like, I think not, and annulled it. Ugh. God bless. But where were you before? Right. Well, she was only, yeah, 16 years old. It's nuts. But anyways, uh, I thought that was an interesting little I aside. Because they look kind of like each other, They too. look quite a bit like each other. Beautiful bone structure. I, it's, like, weird to see... a. Like a teen person. I'm sure, for the sake of argument, I'm going to say he's probably like, what, 25 when he made this? Yeah. I think like, it's weird to see like a, a teenager be that shredded. Because mm-hmm. he's like, <clears throat> like, it's, Me cre- it's almost creepy. Yeah. It's, that's, uh, it feels too adult. Yes. But I, you know what I liked is that the freshman kids looked very on. much like freshmen. Bang on. Yeah. 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 Um, oh, who was the other person I like? Oh, oh, you and I talked about this earlier. I love. That all the boys went home and got changed into button-ups for their evening so of cruising cute. around. I know. Going the, absolutely nowhere, but... They, those were good fits. Yeah. I was telling Craig, like, it's, you know, I've watched this movie every few years. Yeah. It's funny to be on this cycle of, like, on this curve of, like, the fashion cycle where mm-hmm. I, I would 
wear any outfit in that movie. Any of them. Yeah. Yes. The the girls' pants are oh, like that scene with so the cute. Pliers on the highway. Oh, I didn't even I catch think that. About, oh my god, I think about it all the time. There's a scene where the girl's putting on super high waisted pants, and her friend is pulling the zipper up with the plier, and then like helps her up. Oh my god, how do you keep the zipper up though? I don't. Yikes. I don't know. I mean, I, we should ask mom if this was a thing. So remember her telling us they used to use like. Um, they used to iron their hair with like clothing yeah, irons, yeah, an actual iron. God, I know. But there's so, but like that one, the outfit I was thinking of was at the beginning where Jody, um, when she goes to talk to the football players, and she's like, "Be nice to my brother." It was like a, I felt like it was like a matching pair of like bell bottom jeans, and then like another like a denim top that was cut really cute. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was adorable. Yeah, they and I honestly liked the girls' seniors' shirts. Mm-hmm. The fit. Was yeah. kind of perfect. It like was I would cute. wear that. It was cute. And the the teacher who gives them the little like spiel. Oh my god, loved her. her outfit. Was super cute. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That the Fourth of July <laughs> this year, I saw a bunch of people circulating that picture of her. Oh, going, of course. You're going to see a lot of par- propaganda about the bicentennial, but just remember that America was founded so that sl- white slave owners could avoid paying taxes. Bye. I know, man. man what a <laughs> kooky fun movie. What a kooky fun movie. Um, what was the other the last thing I was going to say? Um, well, I guess that's it. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. That's, well, okay. You're going to talk about the parents a little bit, which I think is interesting. So two parenting decisions that I found to be, um, perhaps not how I would be inclined to react. Mm -hmm. One being Mitch's mom being like, all right, what are you drunk? I don't care. Like, (laughs) right. Exactly. When he comes in at daybreak. Right. Um, she's like, this time I'm going to be cool. Yeah. Next time, Buster? Not going to be cool, Buster. Not going to be cool. Um, and then when Pickford's parents rightly assessed that he was going to throw a party, mm-hmm. that we see Pickford out later is yes. hilarious to me that they're like, they didn't like, They said, it's him. not that we don't want you to party. We, we just, just don't have, want you to party here. It's nice things in here. <laughs> we can't have you do that. Was that was filmed in Windsor Park. Yeah. That, yeah. Okay, so I knew there yeah. was one that was. And then there were a few houses that were, like, on Ruth Bull, or Ruth Ave, like, yes. near where I used to live. Yeah. He later, like, later also, I think, um, filmed some of Boyhood in Crestview, too. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Well, um, he likes Austin, he and likes, I like that. He likes Austin. So I was going to say, we could do Boyhood, but we can't do Boyhood. Why? Well, maybe. Okay, so let me ask you what defines a period piece. If when the time the movie is oh, released. Oh, it wasn't. They filmed it. Because it filmed in real time. Yeah. So I don't, th- I don't think you can can't. because there were no like special considerations yeah. for costume. We could do Bernie. We could do Bernie always. You want to do that next week? Yeah. And then do you want to do some, everybody wants some? Sure. Or we can do everybody wants some to, if it's like a neater it order. Might be, it might be neater. Yeah, okay. let's do that. Let's do everybody wants some this week and then mm-hmm. we'll do Bernie next week. Yeah. Man, I love it. This Surprise was like, link later, and then we're back at cartoons, girls. Exactly. This felt, I was telling Molly, it felt like, maybe I texted this to Jenny. This movie felt like taking the bra off my brain a little bit. Like, oh, it was like, yeah. It's like, just the world that it created just felt really warm Very and like, relaxing. safe. Like, yeah, nothing, these kids were doing dangerous stuff, but they like knew they were safe. But nothing fundamentally. bad happens, really. Right, exactly. Yeah. And the soundtrack rules. Oh my God, can't stay at home, can't stay at school. I was going to tell you... Nothing like amps me up like right. Cherry Bomb by the Runaways. It's such a fun song. So good, but, but the also, way she says skewl. Skewl is, is the way Emily says it. I know. Skewl. Skewl. But then also, um, when she goes, Hello, Daddy. Hello, Hello Mom. Mom. Like uh, like the B 52 guys. 
Do you know that Quentin Tarantino listed this as one of his, the ten greatest films of all time? And he's right. He's right. It's That's so good. good. Man, yeah. I had fun. Me too. And th- this was your first time viewing it. So yeah. God bless. I love it. Very excited about loved that it. for you. Yeah. Um, go listen to the soundtrack. Ask your parents yeah. if it's accurate. Get an assessment of how bad your parents were. Yeah. I would love, I love hearing dad's stories about high school. So. I don't even think any of the girls in this movie would have been mom because I don't think mom would have even been at that party. No, no, mom would have been home studying or like babysitting because mm-hmm. she was like a very good, trustworthy. Yeah, the girl child. that's babysitting, right? Not featured in this movie is mom. exactly. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, I had a hell of a time watching this movie and talking Great. about it with you today. Fantastic. All right, all right, all right. Next week we'll watch. Everybody wants some. Yes. All right. Bye. bye.